Oh man, if y'all are tuning in, welcome, because we are here. This Hello. is Soundflick Boys, we the Soundflick boys. Podcast. Yes, sir. We here, live episode and direct. What episode are we on? 47. 47 48. Bro. We're no, almost 47. 47. Okay, all right. We're 47. almost to 50, and you know what that means. What does that mean? We're almost to 50. That's what it means. We're getting old. You guys mean to see a running episode. That's sick. Yeah. We're yeah. almost there. We're almost yeah. there. I don't have a beard yet either. So. I think we should kick off the show with, uh, or at least our 50th episode with Get Richard I Try. Damn. Okay. Just saying. I'm there for it. That'd be pretty tight. Well, we have a special guest in the building. Um, as you can tell by his sultry voice, if you've heard any of the, <laughs> any of the wow. awesome music that my man has put out, he yeah. is AKA the mayor of Pomona, mm-hmm. AKA um, the, the shop runner for, Three bit games, hey. aka um, my comic counterpart, my friend, um, the homie, speaks geek. Yo, hey, yo, he's also <laughs> the creator of the uh, the the three stock jar. Oh, the three stock jar. Yes, yes. You don't want creator. to get three stock. And a partner in the Chris memes. Just we're definitely going to get into <laughs> all of the three bit games. Yeah, um, dope stuff they put together. We're going to talk about. Um, just a little bit about your music and everything, but we have you here to talk about video game to movie adaptations. Yeah. This will be a lit episode. I this, cannot wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And if you guys didn't know, this your boy, Norik. That's cool. This in front Skywalker of me. Mike. There you go. And to the left of me. I'm in the southwest, cor- south, uh, southwest corner. My name is Ace Sincere. There it is. Young Flacco himself. Tee hee. It's your boy. Yes, and this podcast is sponsored by and powered by Productive Culture. Hey. If you want to start your own podcast, go ahead and go to ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast and start one yourself and tell them the Soundflick boys sent you. Please yeah. do, because you're going to get exclusives. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you'll be able to. You'll be able to. No, it's good to see you guys. Um, let's let's kind of jump straight into it. How are we feeling? Pretty good. It's been a week. How are you guys doing? Yeah, that's yeah, I've been good. You know, just been watching shows as usual, movies, working on music and sleeping. Yeah, honestly, shout out to Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker's like you're killing with the beats right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I like to watch movies with the sound off. Like, I, you, I, Mac I, Miller? I understand it now. I understand what the what that whole process, with the whole appeal, of the album was. Right. Oh, with Mac. Yeah, he was just that's literally what he was doing while he was making the music. So, hmm. yeah. Did um, it influence it influence your music somehow? I think it does. Is it kind of like you're scoring kinda, it? I mean, every time I feel like I watch a movie, I'm in, inspired some way, mm-hmm. even if it's just to come on the podcast to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, that's pretty cool. Do you feel I, like, I like you're scoring the movie like or the show that you're watching while doing that? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of like what you have. It's to a cool do. concept, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like rescoring the the movie. I mean, it helps you. You're reflecting off each other. It's pretty tight. So. Yeah, me. What me and Audio King used to do is we used to watch. Uh, I <laughs> that's how directors. The do backyard it. brawls. <laughs> the like, <laughs> which one? Like, like uh, Kimbo like the, Slice in them? Yeah, similar. So kind of like the same league, but they're like the really really amateur UFC fights where they were just fighting in the grass and mud. Oh man, we used to watch that oh, and wow. uh, the weakest link with the sound off while in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the weakest links to fire show. That gets you. I forgot get about you. that show. It's yeah. a, it's a really dope show, bro. You know, it's gonna sound like it's gonna be Kimbo slice beat now. Yeah, for rest real. in peace, bro. It's I, gonna be I all be forgetting Kimbo is no longer with us, and it saddens yeah. me. Yeah, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Good times, good times. But um, I see some of y'all been to the theaters. Yes, um, I went to go see Spiral. Okay, the, we won't get into it this episode because I <laughs> yeah. really don't want to. Yeah, but the theater, the theater itself was a good experience. Being inside Harkins was the greatest feeling ever. Yeah, that's where I went to. I went to go see Army of the Dead, though. Oh, he paid yeah. to go see a movie you could watch that, at home. I don't think it's out. Yeah, I don't think it's out. I thought it was. No. Yeah, it's supposed oh. to be out, but I guess you know nah, they're going to leave it in theaters for a little smart bit. Idea. Snyder was like, "Give me my bag." Well, yeah, that's the, that's it. Goes back to like. The soundtrack of that movie was really cool. So I figured like directors do the same thing. They're watching the movie with the sound off and they gotta add the sound. So mm-hmm. I feel it's it. pretty fun. And he's he's he has a really good ear, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you wouldn't think it would be in a movie, but worth the watch. It comes out tomorrow. Okay, for sure. So on Netflix, or you can go watch it in theaters, whatever you want to do. All right, all right. Yeah. For sure. Speaks, have you been to the movie theater yet? When was the last time you were there? Uh Mortal Kombat. 
Oh, so you so you saw it in theaters? Yeah. Oh, that's fire. Okay. I had to. Okay. Right. okay, I'm we're excited. We're about, about to, to get th- into this Mortal Kombat yeah. talk right now. Because we all have our opinions on this movie. Twitter was in an outrage. It was. Was it? Twitter's always an outrage, though. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. Twitter was in an outrage over the fact that there was 50% of people that were like, it's a video game movie. Why do you want top tier acting? What are you expecting out of this? And had the other 50% like, it was buns. It was a terrible video game movie. Why was this guy that's not in the video games in the movie? Why is he a main character? DLC, baby. Like That's why yeah. he's yeah. going to come out as a character. Well, you know, this, this brings us to our broader conversation of mm-hmm. this particular episode is, um, do video game to movie adaptations work? And what are some of the best ones? What are some of the worst ones? You know, we're going to dive into um, what elements need to be included and what elements could be foregone. Um, but first, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. The most recent video the most game recent. Ad- adapted, ad- adapted, adapted, adaptation. adaptation. Well, I'm trying to like, yeah, but it's adaptation, but it's like adapted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, sure. that works. Sure. Well, it was brought to life. <laughs> it was brought to life on the big screen. Yes. Yes. Um, and not only that, it wasn't just like the first. Obviously, there's another Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I've never really fully seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know how it is, but I figure it's way better now than it was before. Special well, effects wise, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, special Goral effects better. wise. Yeah. I mean, we can we can set the stage. So we had in 1995, <clears throat> Mortal Kombat was first uh, adapted into a movie. Um, it came out and it kind of hit everybody by storm it, it, it was is a cult classic, right. it was though. one of the cult classics yeah. i feel um yeah there were some special effects that were questionable um for its time right. but overall um it really captured the essence of i think uh, what the Mortal video Kombat, game and what right. Mortal Kombat was about right then the sequel came out and that <laughs> was um, never heard from again. just wow. just atrocious it suffered from recasting flaws it suffered from main characters being often minutes which at this time that wasn't sub- that wasn't a thing you know yeah, nowadays nowadays you can kind of get away with something right. like that because it propels what the rest of the story is going to be like but right. back then it was like wait you off the main character like what's what's wrong with you why would you do that so um it just bombed and mm. then you just never heard from Mortal Kombat again. They were trying to do a trilogy, didn't work. Nope. So then time goes on in the video games, uh they come out, they get a little wild, um they get really really weird and then that even goes dark for a little while. Right. Um there was a separation between the creators, um uh I can't remember his name right now, Ed Boon, Ed Boon. and What's the other I don't remember one? Remember the other dude's name? Tobias. His last name is Tobias. Sorry if you're listening to this. You, you. I mean, you kind of faded into obscurity. But um, <laughs> you, de- you deserve this. Yeah, but it's all good. So uh, they separated, and Ed Boon um, decided to revamp the Mortal Kombat franchise in video game form. So in 2009, he came out with Mortal Kombat 9, um, which was a, a massive success. Super hit. It had a tag team. Tag team fighting. Um, it had a robust roster. Everything looked great. It was next gen, fantastic. And they seemingly revitalized the franchise. During this time, you had a few fans who created YouTube videos um, trying to make their own live action Mortal Kombat. You had, um, uh, I think, actually, I think like I spoke of films? Yeah, almost like a fan film, like a short film that yeah. they did. Before that, they actually had a show called Mortal Kombat Conquest um, mm-hmm. that didn't do so well. It was kind of like it was it was more. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was like Liu Kang and like Kung Lao and like their Shaolin monks. It kind of took that that world, yeah. but it didn't have Scorpion. It didn't have right. You know, in well, in the iterations that we wanted them to see, mm-hmm. right? Wanted I'm, to see them in. I mean, they they do have a, a Mortal Kombat movie. On HBO Max right now, it's like called Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, it's an animated, so animated film. Mm-hmm. So that's not the one you're talking about. No, 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 no. It was it was live action. Like oh, okay, another. Had, live it was action. a web series. Right? Yeah. Oh, so the web, web series was Mortal Kombat Legacy. Legacy. If I'm, if I'm not go. mistaken, and it had some pretty like notable actors. It had Michael Jai White um, playing Jax, um, mm. and it had a couple other. Uh, I think was it DK from. 
from Tokyo Drift. Like, there's one of those actors uh, who just kind of, you know, he he popped in and right. like they had a few few um, other up and coming actors and actresses, but it looked gorgeous. Like, mm, it was just like cool. it was really that's cool. It was really fan made, you know, very short film, very low budget, but fam, it it gave a taste of what we can potentially see live action. Yeah, and I right. feel like that that sparked a lot of what people were going to be into. They were right. like, wow, like this is going to be dope. It really adapted uh, some of the source material in a very real world setting. It was like right when Dark Knight was coming out and Batman Begins. So it was like, okay, what would this look like if it was real? You take out the yeah. nether realm stuff. You take, But like it's just going down, right? Right. People getting killed. So fast forward, um, nothing really came of that. And now we have uh, we hear about this Mortal Kombat movie being in development, this reboot. And um, I think what really got me was the casting. Once the casting started coming in, I was like, OK, they're taking this a little seriously. Like it, it featured a lot of um, actors who are in the martial arts world from like who are more stunt actors than yeah. actors who are playing in these films yeah you know and i feel like that that made all the difference yeah i mean nowadays if like movies want a good actor but like you know they don't know how to fight that's where the stunt double comes in mm-hmm. but there's people that can specialize in doing both and that's like the duality i think most actors are trying to achieve nowadays yeah um like Tom Holland. I'd, yeah, I'd you say, get, yeah, you, you know, get seasoned actors or younger actors that have the capabilities of that. Yeah. And then they're, they're kind of just like, all right, bet, I'm here now. It seems it's, like it's always better to do it yourself. True. Yeah. Or Jack. Tom Jackie Cruise Chan has proved that. So Jackie oh, Chan, man. Tom Cruise have proved that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise is just crazy. He's Tom Cruise crazy. is also crazy. He's like just willing to, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> or John Wick, the god himself. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he yeah, bro. Seeing uh, him doing like that gun training and all the stunt, like the stunt training yeah. for Sick. John Wick. Yeah. Dedication. And he had a Halle Berry in the and trenches. And he got her, too. and he got her to do it too. Yeah, he had Halle Berry in the trenches. I was like, I'm here for this. Yeah, it's dope. It. it made it look it more dope. realistic. It looked yeah. better. So did you feel? Works. Did you feel that uh, speaks like when when the actors were getting announced? Were you like, oh, okay, they're bringing actual stunt people in? Did that make a difference for you? How how did you feel about the casting? Um, I thought I thought the casting was cool. The as far as like actual like martial artists and stuff like that, I thought that was cool too. I just was didn't know what they were gonna do with the story. Or, I don't I didn't want to hype myself up. I feel that it's rough. Yeah, after seeing Annihilation in yeah. theaters, I was a kid, and when even uh, when you're a kid and you're like, hmm, it's, when you're a kid, and you have to think about it. I yeah, feel you. I feel so. You. I feel that. That's just was like don't in the back being, of my don't head. Don't you hate being self-aware? Don't you hate being a kids smart child? Don't really think like <laughs> that. Like, Damn. Yeah. And that just goes to show you how much of a scar that really left. Like, Sheesh. damn. That was in, what, 97? And yeah. we're talking 20 years right. after that. And it's still like, nah, <laughs> really I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. Yeah, some people have, you know, traumatic childhoods. And some of us just happen to go watch Annihilation. <laughs> You know, I think what where it really comes down to is is that with video game movies, people it's like we we played these video games as kids, right? Yeah. We have our own personal experience with these video games. Right. We've either played them with our cousins, played them with our brothers and sisters. With the con- it's controller multi- unplugged. Yeah, you know, uh, you already know. It's a multiplayer <laughs> game, you know, so it was like bound to be a community shared. Facts, exactly. You know? And the thing with that is that does anybody really love it the way that you love it and i think right, that's yeah. really where people, yeah, some people set that's the gauge, true you know yeah some people were dedicated to it even though like a lot of people at the time when this game was big nobody was streaming video games but people were yeah. still taking it seriously yeah. yeah it's like people like the new uh from nine the story that they did with nine ten people love that story that's mm-hmm. Something that they, the yeah. fans have been waiting for. Me personally, I'm not the hugest Mortal Kombat fan, but I have friends that are die hard. That's, yeah. that's their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's their gem. It's, yeah. I think it's rough because you have a video game franchise that has set the bar for so many different things. Like Mortal Kombat's the reason why there's rated M for Mature. Mm-hmm. They're the reason because of that. Yeah. Where they released the game and had to redact like a whole bunch of them because parents were like it was too bloody yeah exactly what's this which is crazy because it even looked like well nowadays today's standards it doesn't look like blood you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um 
And to see them try to emulate that on screen, it bums me out because now the video games are cracked, bro. From yeah. MK11 with the soundtrack with 21 Savage to mm-hmm. the for, uh, Fortalities, the Fatalities. Yeah, the Fatalities. They're crazy now. Like yeah. People yeah. are getting, like, they've just upped the ante every But you're time. getting these DLCs where you have Alien, mm-hmm. you have Terminator. Like, you, you have all these crazy DLCs and it's just super next level now. Yeah. But then you get a movie and you're just like... And and what it's like this? because of because of where Mortal Kombat has hyped itself up, you feel like that the movie couldn't match. There's just where such high at. expectations, but it's also one of those franchises where even if you don't play the game, you know about Mortal Kombat. That's true. Uh, I feel like we 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 saw that kind of play out on Twitter that like a lot of people didn't really know what was going on with Mortal Kombat. Like yeah. people were really bashing this movie because they couldn't understand the story. Right. Of what Mortal Kombat was. And I guess with Mortal Kombat 9, one of the things that I appreciate is they kind of reset what it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, okay, we're going to create an actual timeline now of events mm-hmm. of how it's going to go. And well, when the you, game itself is a movie. See, yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. When you have a lot of these games that are movies themselves, right. turning them into a movie is always a struggle because... Do you adapt it exactly the way that it is right. on the video game? Right. Because there's pros and cons to that. The pro is that it's already done for you, right? And mm. and it's great. And you can just bring that to life. The con is, is that you get these people that want to see something different. Even, they, yeah, even the know, people who played the game and like, like Mortal Kombat, even if it's like exactly scene for scene what they did, it... They would have hated it, yeah. You know, because they're like, we already seen this, yeah, you know, type thing. So I, I've seen it done correctly that way. Where tell us, Naruto Ninja Storm, the okay. Ultimate Ninja Storm games, mm-hmm. the fight scenes are crazy. Where in the show they would fight a boss or whatever, mm-hmm. in the video game they changed it. They made these crazy cutscenes. It's still the same fight. But they made it better. A lot of it's better than the show. Wow. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. But I don't know. That I've I've seen it done that way, but I've never seen it done. And that's any other from way. the show to the video game, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much the 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 show was a certain way and then they gave it steroids and put it in the game yeah. and it I think mm-hmm. it's easier to do it that way. It's kinda like the Spider Man games, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you you're in the movie and in the movie obviously you're not going everywhere in new york but Mm -hmm. then when you get to the game you can go anywhere as spider-man right and it's it's probably the same thing as that like now you get to control naruto and or all these characters and fight with them instead of watching them get their ass beat yeah in the fucking show so yeah totally i feel you on that i I mean it's easier like that honestly the spider-man spider-man 2 spider-man 2 video game yes for playstation 2 pizza time um was probably one of the best reverse of what we're talking about. You know, movies. Right. It was such yeah. a fun game, video bro. game. I spent so many hours playing that game. So bro. many hours, and they expanded on the actual story while weaving the the story that we saw on the movie. Right. So like it 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 just gave so much, and that makes me think that when you do a, a video game to movie, mm-hmm. you have to condense it instead of expand it. Right. And how do you pick what you need to condense? Right. What goes in, what goes out? Where's the thinking of it? And even if you have a plan for multiple movies, you may not get the ability to enact that plan if yeah. you don't do yeah. what you need to do in That's the first true. Yeah. Right? So let's talk Mortal Kombat. Opening scene. How we feel? The best scene in the movie? That's Dang. I, I don't know. I just really like the... I, and I also feel like that the the thing with this movie i, I think it hit it got hit by covid uh, like every other movie during like filming they just had to stop so at one point in the movie you know there's less people in the scene there's more mm. cgi there's you know there's not location shots it's all in studio mm-hmm. but i feel like in that first scene is like one of the only good location scenes like pre-covid location yeah they, it was yeah. probably like one of the first things they shot to get them like hey this is what we have like we should make this a whole movie now type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so i feel like that was that part was just perfect with that that opening scene mm-hmm. so um i feel that I, I mean i like the opening scene mostly because it's a little bit of a backstory you know the the games kind of always give backstories so it was good for the people that aren't 
like privy of the games. You know? Yeah. Cause I watched it um, with my girlfriend and she didn't know about the games or anything like mm -hmm. that. And I mean, I watched it at home, so it was cool. She fell asleep. I stayed up <laughs> to watch it. So she I had every like right to do that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know the conflict between Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. You know, and this is the first time that we've really seen that because even in the first movie that we all love, they were together. And Shang Tsung said one of the like coldest pimp things ever. And he was just like, yeah, like they're like, um, he said he was like Sub Zero, Scorpion, uh, enemies like forever, but slaves under my power. And, For like, they're, real. Uh, bro, it was cold. Like they he just said, walked out. It was crazy. Yeah. And then it, it was like, the language barrier too. They didn't know mm. what they were telling each other. One yeah. was Japanese, one was Chinese, and yeah. He even said he's like, I have no idea what you're what saying, you're saying, but I'm, right. I'm about to kill you. But you're gonna I, feel this. Yeah. See, I kind of like that realism. However, it didn't dawn on me until after the movie. I was like, well, then why does like when he says get over yeah. here? Yeah. Why would he say get over here then? in English? He, in English, like he should have said it in Japanese if we're gonna be right. that faithful. I'm not sure. That was my biggest question right after it happened. Bro, I was kind of like, Yeah, because he, was, he like, was like living in hell. So maybe he learned some English. Yeah, right? language. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of English speakers in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, makes sense. This is, like <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. They got Duolingo in hell. Just, yeah. They got Duolingo the in hell? <laughs> that's where the owl comes from, You mean bro. they got Rosetta Stone in hell? That's wild. <laughs> no, nah, bro, um... A lot of fan service. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that was mostly why. Yeah, know, the fan service. Yeah, it was a. It, it, but then you know it destroys the continuity. Yeah, of, but of so the, of yeah, the movie. It I took guess, me out. Like yeah, it, so that's really the next question. Like, is there is there too much fan service? I don't think that you can ever do too much fan service. Personally, like a lot of people, they get mad. They're like, "Oh, fan service, fan service." And it's like, of course, like isn't that what you want? Like you definitely want to see yeah. what you love on the screen. It, but it, if you don't do it right, it's kind of well, like then, the main character. It's like that's the only thing that's not in fan service, and people got mad at that. Yeah, well, he. I mean, so Cole like, had no business being in that movie at all. Yeah, like, well, yeah, obviously, but it's like. If you don't do fan service, obviously you got to do something original and new, and that's the yeah. the way they went with that. So it's like, what what is this? But it's mm -hmm. like, if they would have did it the other way, they still would have been the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love thing. Yeah, it's I, just split. True. I I feel like with Mortal Kombat, they couldn't make a decision on the fantasy and the realism. You know, it's like you either go all the way fantasy or you go all the way realism, and they try to do a little bit of both, and they pick the wrong things from right. it that really made it made it work you right. know because they're like oh well if it's realism we got to have somebody who's like grounded in our world who is this new character cole yeah, young they, yeah but they did a terrible job of like trying to combine the whole earth and the, the realms basically yeah you know what I mean? it, there just wasn't a great enough explanation it was just through this little montage of slabs of rock and i was mm. like when i saw that i kind of knew like oh man you guys are skipping on on the parts that are going to build this yeah. lore together, you know, because without this, um, I would rather build the lore and then people who don't understand can catch on later. Right. Then to feel like, oh, well, I need to get all the audience together. Where it's right going to serve the purpose in the, in the sequels that you want exactly, to have. Right. Exactly. And, you mm. know, um, it, it's funny that you said COVID. Um, yeah, that's affected, what I was going to say. Affected I it. I COVID? COVID. COVID. COVID? No, I was going to say, I My feel fault. like. You know, COVID, they, they probably wanted to do so much with this movie, but, yeah, you know, you just get half the production when that happens. They should have waited. Can't, yeah, and that's the thing, too. They could have waited, but I think with the whole contract with HBO Max and Warner Bros., they had to fulfill a certain amount of movies, and they're probably like, we're already, like, halfway done. Just finish it. Contracts don't care about pandemics, yeah, bro. They, they that's don't. true. They Contracts don't, don't care at all. That's true. That you is know? true. The only yeah. thing they did was push back movies a year, but it's because... You know you're losing money if you're not if you don't have a plan, and then they drew plan right. You're sitting on this and potential I'm, gem, right? And yeah. I'm sure that the movie actually lended itself to the pandemic because they're all one-on-one -on -one fights, yeah, in different locations. So mm -hmm. they were like, "Yeah, oh, we're gonna have a maximum of like four people in one spot at, at one time." Like other than that, we're smooth. We can film one person fighting here, one person fighting there, and they can get it all done. As far as I and guess reshoots, you know, for multiple scenes, because there's always reshoots in movies, you know, right. where they're like, "Oh, we need to fix that." Like, 
let's fly everybody back out here and we mm -hmm. can only have half the half the production on or a quarter mm -hmm. of it now because the budget is already where we're even now yeah so you know you you're stretched thin that's true at least that's true. it's funny going back to what Narik just said talking about how only four people for time that's why they have the goro scene because there's too many people on set they're like he's gonna fight a cgi monster yeah yeah pretty so much stupid. i mean it i mean that was she my, got that was my gripe with the movie they killed all the cgi monsters like well yeah right away. we want to see blood and how else do you see blood a cgi that's true yeah. that's true i mean i like the little the callbacks the the flawless you know victory with kung lao <laughs> and it was like yeah so, that would be a yeah. flawless victory like yeah in the game you'd have to you beat them senseless you know, but in real life, you would just have to do a kill shot like yeah. one time, you know. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I didn't like that Goro smacked old girl like straight into the car and she just got up. She just ate it like it was nothing. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I'm smooth. Like, I was just like, OK, cool. Like, good for you. For sure. You should have died. And that would have told me, all right, it's, you know, they're, they're not playing. Mm -hmm. You right. know what I mean? And I, I feel like they just kind of teetered with playing around and trying to be serious you when know you have the one of the strongest beings in the universe you know i mean in their universe and in their realms exactly you know? um and honestly the actor who played shang sung really made me mad man he wasn't for real he wasn't menacing enough someone said they mad. ordered him on wish damn <laughs> oh boy wasn't available or what yeah they should have got oh boy man they, they should have just ran it yeah literally oh boy because yeah. he he was he fit that menacing, like, you know, sorcerer. He's just standing there. <laughs> bro. Menacingly. I think he's in Mulan. So. Oh, he yeah, is. he is. He is. And I didn't like him in Mulan. Either. He's in Mulan? Yeah. yeah the live action one. You haven't seen the live action? I've seen the live action one. Yeah, I think he's the dad. No. Nah, I've never seen it. No. Nah. I think he's it is not. Him. He's no. not. Any the Mulan. dad. <laughs> the dad is uh, <laughs> Sue Young's dad from Rush Hour. That's the Sue dad Young. in Mulan. That is a dude from Suyong. Baba. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably thinking of something else then. Blood and blood. Well, out. it wouldn't uh, yeah. Well that's that's who should have played him. Um, but the guy who actually <laughs> played him was movie. in uh he was in Dark Knight also. Okay. He played gotcha. uh, and and yeah, he was in Dark Knight. He was the the guy who escaped over to China with the mm -hmm. mob's money and mm. Batman went over there, scooped him up. Hop back in the jet. In the jet. Yeah. In the PJ. Yeah, it was hard. To the jet mobile. To the <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was hard. Um, I really wanted to see more of, um, I guess, just more, I, I don't want to say more CGI, but more of the characters that I guess people wanted. Mm -hmm. Kind of like in the original movie, like Johnny Cage, it, it's yeah. weird that they set him up for the second movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Instead of just going the route, you know, just put him in this movie. and That told me that they didn't, have i mean i i could understand artistically why that they're like all right we're gonna save johnny cage because over in the video games they've really amped up johnny cage's role his right. role has never really been um yeah the main character he's been the the comic relief uh so now they made him the main character well now he's the comic relief again <laughs> yeah it's kind of I like that's what it's gonna be I feel like that they're going to make him the main character because they made Liu Kang a side character, which was a complete disservice to Liu Kang. They right? neutered Liu Kang. Yeah. Straight I up. I, Kung Lao. I don't know why they did that. I think it would have been cooler well, if it started. Yeah. It would have been cooler if it started out like that. You know, I think it most it most has to do with just the arrangements of the scenes because it was. It was cool that in the beginning it's like okay we got this history and then it went to the now mm -hmm. instead of what happened before the now mm -hmm. you know so it was like okay we just jump here from that and then it goes to um the the sorcerer with sub-zero and then mm -hmm. sending him it's like okay but then i don't know and then we finally get Liu kang and, and more of raiden mm -hmm. it's already like halfway through the movie like it would have been cool to just place him mm -hmm. earlier in the movie but yeah i i agree i mean raiden was a complete waste in, yeah. in my opinion yeah. he didn't really but do anything it's, <laughs> he didn't do nothing. it's really sad one of the things that i feel like if they wanted to go that route they should have put in johnny cage because johnny cage could have been the expert fighter who didn't take any of this seriously so then we could have seen the beginning 
and we could have seen Liu Kang and them like lose, but like still have his life, but be like, yeah. damn, like we really have to get somebody else yeah, mm-hmm. who's on this, you I, know? I, yeah. And then Johnny Cage come in, he's like, yo, I'm Johnny Cage, like whatever. Liu Kang is like, fam, like you don't even take this seriously. But then he rises to the occasion. And I feel like that would have been That's a better movie. That's what they movie. did with Kano. Yeah, yeah, they could have used Johnny Cage instead of Kano. Yeah. And yeah. And that that's the thing back with Cole. Like I feel like Cole could have just been introduced as a new side character mm-hmm. instead of the main character. Main character. Yeah. So And honestly, I wouldn't have even mind if he was Johnny Cage. You know, if they like oh, I see what you if mean. they yeah. if they switch that up. You know what I mean? Right. I, I know some people would probably be upset. I wouldn't because that's a kind of artistic liberty that if it worked, cool. Yeah. But that's the risk, you know, because sure. if it doesn't work, then we're not getting another Mortal Kombat movie. They right. want a Johnny Bravo for Johnny Cage. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they want. They want something that look like that. So, bro, it's it's crazy. It's well, really, so the really only crazy. one, the only one here that saw it in theaters is Speak, right? I think so. Okay, think so. tell us about your the theater, theater experience. Yeah, yeah. So, was there? I think we what we all miss about the theaters is like the crowd interaction, people screaming, people like laughing, people enjoying those moments together, even if you don't know each other. So was there any of that or was it more kind of just like, yeah, like awkward laughter or? Uh, it was, the theater was full, you know, with their spacing that they they had. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was there for the popcorn, TBH, Harkins, straight yeah. up, Harkins I'm popcorn. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not it hits. honest man. And so I, my, my, uh, the guys at shop, they were like hyped about it. And I was like, we go watch movies together. That's how we always yeah, go. Right. So some things I don't want to watch, but we watch it together. So, you know, it's not Just always like the podcast. Nice. So yeah. I tell you. <laughs> Just like oh, us. Whoa, <laughs> wow. But yeah, you know, it was, I had a good experience. I have a good experience at Harkins like every time. So you notice that he's he's bigging up the movie theater instead of the movie, which should yeah. tell you guys that the movie is. So I love Harkins. Yeah, I love Harkins too. <laughs> yeah. I'm a loyalty member. But for the movie itself, the movie did, itself, did it not do anything like with the with the big sound system, with the big screen? Did it not? The the sound always helps. The sound yeah. is Warner Brothers and the studio. It wasn't Lucas sound, but it was dope. It was yeah, still right. dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. The music was cool, mm. I guess, except for the Mortal Kombat theme. That was trash. Yeah. Mortal What's Kombat going theme was on? trash, man. <laughs> For, with all of the EDM, techno, dubstep, trap, all the stuff that we have, for you to make a trash Mortal Kombat song in today's age, <laughs> it's, it was it's, crazy. It's crazy. It's Out of crazy. All almost, the people. It feels almost like uh, Warner Brothers didn't help. And they're like, all right, you can do this and we'll just slap our name on it. You just right. do it at a different studio. It almost mm. feels like that, you know? Mm. Or it, it feels like. Warner Brothers, where it's just rushed, you know, like that's there's only two things Warner Brothers is either like they didn't help or they, they rush way it. way too much. Yeah, so. they don't have a nice balance. Yeah, the song was terrible. They never really had a. Nice you could have pulled any producer from the IE and they could have flipped they, that way better. <laughs> oh, they, for sure. They could have found someone on TikTok to. Yeah. That, Damn. You know, but they straight up murder beats. Get murder beats. Perfect. They could have found murder beats. Holla at me. Oh, they could have found any anybody, but someone was just like, "Hey, do you for the music?" Probably is like, "I know a guy that likes EDM." I know a guy that kind of enjoys jeez, this. Jeez, jeez. He plays Mortal Kombat on his downtime. I feel it. What What really made me upset is that they had a great actor for Scorpion. Hmm. For um, real. And they had a great actor for uh, Sub Zero. Um, I think it's Taslim. Taslim is his name. Um, and it was the costumes were great. It's promising. The special start. effects were great. I was like, okay, this is like it. It showed me that they cared about the look and the feel of the characters. You know, they really wanted to do this the special effects correctly. Yeah. They had, you know, because even in the nineteen ninety five movie, like. Liu Kang didn't fire a fireball until like the very, very end. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even really like a fireball. It was like a like a gust of a gust of wind that was a gust of flame. A yeah. gust of sparks. <laughs> you know, and that made me feel good to actually see some of uh the special effects. I feel like that's what that's where they really spent their money. Um, but I knew it was gonna be low budget. I knew that this wasn't a three hundred three hundred million dollar movie, yeah, man. you know. It just felt like it, like the actors that they picked, even though like for them to cast stuntmen told me already like, okay, on one side, 
that's genius because you you can have these people really do the, these moves. On the other hand, you don't have the money, right. you know. To I still afford think some even with the actors that they got that could fight, there were still a lot of cuts in the fights. So many cuts, yeah, bro. It was in like I, a long I was shot. expecting raid type fights like right. full yeah i was i was expecting like full no one, cut i was like is that like yeah five like one shot that just happened yeah. like what is going on mm-hmm. all he did was kick yeah <laughs> and some of the actors um expressed that too they were like yo these fight scenes were a lot longer than what we saw on theaters right so it might be a case of warner brothers coming in and saying okay we're gonna cut <laughs> hey, this we're gonna cut that cut, we're yeah. gonna cut this and chop 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 we're Pretty gonna get much. the Snyder cut of the Mortal the Kombat. The Snyder cut of the Mortal Kombat? I mean, it's crazy because now, because of the Snyder cut, every actor and every director has a voice. If a movie doesn't perform well, they can, they can come out and say, well, that wasn't my, my cut. cut. That wasn't was my better. cut. Yep, my cut was better. And now you have all these. Look people. at JJ Abrams. Look at I mean, it's not Snyder my director. <laughs> That's yeah, what it's gonna turn what into. Snyder did was really unprecedented, and that's why the movie industry is trying to stop Not that. Not only that, he had to come out of pocket for it. So it's like they still wanted him to fail, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Nope. At least, you know, after seeing that atrocious first one. so It's insane. Yeah. Well, it's that insane. being said, give the bro. ratings, man. Give the ratings. Yeah, what's the rating? <sighs> give it a four. Oof. Give it a four out of ten. Oof. It's not, not it, bro. I almost fell asleep. Damn, Damn. He almost My mom was more excited to watch it than me, and even she was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I was like, yo, all right. So, yeah. four out of ten. Four out of ten. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to be generous with the five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be generous with the five. Um, I feel it. Usually, fours is like, I wish I didn't watch that, and I wish I would have got my money back, but it was at home. Yeah. Same. And I, I didn't mind it Give too my much. subscription back. I could have been playing Dead by Daylight. I said I watched that freaking and movie. And it, it got me wanting to play Mortal Kombat okay. after some. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Speaks? Uh, I'll, I'll give it a six because mm. it got the homies together. So. Yeah, see? And that's too, like, it's still a community He's just over here just com- yeah. communal it's, aspects. It's, it's about the community, that, man. That's, yeah. that's He's the mayor of Pomona. No, He's the mayor. What is, <laughs> what is, <laughs> he politicking. Yeah. I see so, you. so this is, you're speaking for the whole shop. What do you think, like, the other dudes would probably rate it? Uh... Probably like a high, probably a little bit more five or four. Oh, no, even though they're some of them are fans of it, they also were like, mm. okay. I was a little, I was disappointed, man, because the trailer really looked promising. Um, yeah, I, I was very, very hyped for it. I was like, yo, as we, soon we, as this we comes talked out, about it on a few episodes I'm before. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And it let me down. But the worst part about it isn't that the movie is mediocre. It's that it most likely won't happen again. You know, it just, I don't think that they're going to make another Mortal Kombat movie. And now all the potential that it, we had, the, what it everything depends that we on, saw. You always got to look at the budget and you always got to look at what it made in the box office. Yeah. That's yeah. how you'll know if it's going to be a sequel or if they're just And I don't think it made enough. Shelf. I don't think it made enough. I, you know, look it up. Look it up. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I, it, look it up while we, while if, we talk about If it. China ate it, then yeah. they might make get another one. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm that's the thing. Because in China, uh, like American blockbusters is huge. Mm-hmm. So if China liked it, they might they make another it. one. It, it bums me out that they made, the dude was like, what, we have four of them lined up or something yeah, like that? Yeah. And it's like, just make a good movie Just and then worry about yes. that after it yes. comes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I give it a five as well, which is really sad. It pains me to give it that. Um, but I think it's deserving. And on top of that, I feel like filmmakers nowadays really, really, really need to search their soul before they pay, before they pick up IP that's already been um, on a certain medium. And if it's something that's robust, you have to do a TV show. I don't want to see it in a movie. Right. That Mortal Kombat TV show for HBO Max would have been yeah, smacking. Been, it would have oh, been hell super yeah. smacking. But I just I just need stu- yeah. movie studios to hire video game developers that work on these work on these games to bring in their expertise and like their their yeah. knowledge of fight sequences because it's separate. They probably had to cut that from the budget. You know? Yeah. Right, so we yeah, well, speak, how much speaking make? of the budget, so the budget was fifty five million. Okay. Okay. So super low budget. Fifty five million to make a, a movie is very low budget. Um, 
Combine U- U.S., Canada, and all other territories, 76.7. It's mm. not enough. It's not enough. 76 point. You got to double. 7 million? You have so to they double. So they made 21.7? No. That's not enough. No. That's mm. not enough. Just making 21 million more than what you spent? Yeah. Yeah, because I think enough. I remember we were talking about the Godzilla versus Kong. That was like. 200 million mm-hmm. or something like that and it made 300 something million so it's, it's not enough it's not it no no i remember no i think it was more i can't remember usually we'll the rule of thumb is that you have to double what you, you have put at least double it, it right you have to at least double yeah. it if you don't double it there unless you have an in at the studio they're not even really going <laughs> to consider right. it they're not going to yeah. consider it because it's just it's a it's a waste of money like because that's what the movie made and that's what it costs to make the movie, but that isn't how much the studio spent on advertising, the studio spent on merchandise, all of this yeah. other stuff. So it's that's just not enough. But do you think the video game sales went back up? Uh yeah. Actually, I think that the next Mortal Kombat game, when they make Mortal Kombat 12, I think it's gonna do very well, actually. And I think that they can probably even benefit from uh taking some of the movie characters or skins or well, anything I like that and throw it in Cole there. Cole was going to be introduced finally in the games, but I don't know if anybody's going to play with him. <laughs> I mean, if they make him, I believe in Ed Boon when it comes to the video games. And with that being said, he didn't really promote this movie. And I was on his Instagram like, how come he hasn't like said anything about the movie? He's the creator. Like, Isn't why that is that weird? That's weird, man. Anytime that a creator doesn't back an adaptation... Something Throw with, it away. I mean, George Lucas kind of didn't really go to any of the premieres for the recent Star Wars. So, yeah, usually it's a little hint that, all right, I'm not going to say nothing bad about it, but I'm just not going to say nothing about it Yeah, at all. So yeah. I think that's even worse. I mean, you always got to check that. And, yes, there are some creators that aren't the best people, you know, that, like, yeah, you can yeah. expect them. It's like, all right, you know, you're just not really down with this you know, some people, they really hold on to their thing. They're like, no, I've made it for this medium. Like, it's only supposed to be a book. Yeah. But most of the time, if you create right. something yeah. to inspire someone else to bring it to life in a new medium who does it faithfully or, or understands the parts of it, then you're usually behind it. And we didn't see that. What does this mean for other video game movies though, that are coming out? Because there's I'm several. scared. There's several coming out. Um some are done already. Probably yeah. gonna deal from the same thing of the COVID impact, you know, to movie studios in general. Yeah. Um, well, we had a couple that came out recently. Um, one with Sonic the Hedgehog, which was right before solid. the pandemic. That was solid. I love that and, movie. And that well, was really. I was, I was worried. It I was, was literally worried about gonna that. be really bad. Well, be, really yes, bad? that just proves that the internet can bully a studio into fixing. Well, I it was gonna be bad. That That's the part thing. Of it, it was gonna be bad. What, you, you think I, so? I think I think that it's part of the hype, part of the marketing. I think it was because uh, why would you put that out? <laughs> because the <laughs> studio's terrible. trash. No, okay, I don't know. This is what I thought. I was like, man, that's they're on some internet stuff, and they mm-hmm. put out they put out early trailer and just and I don't know, man. No, that's I, what I, I don't th- think so because originally instead of James Marsden, it was actually supposed to be Chris Pratt. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then they already had the posters and all that made up of the original Sonic that they made. So I don't think it was video. I don't think yeah. it was internet hype. I'm pretty I mean, sure the internet. The, I'm pretty sure they just don't care. Whatever the answer is, they're taking that thing to the grave because yeah. that worked out in their favor. They were True. like, wait, we're not telling nobody that we did this on purpose. I mean, it could have <laughs> been like, all right, let's see if people get hyped for this new <laughs> looking Sonic. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, go back, yeah. go back, go back, go back. Yeah. How did that make it? It was horrific. Do. It was horrific, and, it, sure. and it's one of those things where it's like it goes back to our conversation about fan service. Right. It's like just do what we like. Like right. don't try and make your own version of it. Just do what we like, and, right. we'll, or, and you'll be fine. Or at least do what it is. Yeah. At, there you go. At least you know. Right. And, there you go. And I hope they do that with Sonic and mm-hmm. Sonic Two. I'm not sure what the name is, but hopefully they. It's go. gonna be called just Sonic Two. Sonic 2. Because it's like it's okay. like the video game Sonic. See, that tells me that they that there their parts of it that they understand work. Mm-hmm. It's like, why wouldn't we call it Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Like it's 
it's the same thing. You know, you right. get that same feeling from it, you know? Right. Like the video game. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, one of the movies that adapted video game to movie around that same time, but took its own creative liberties, mm-hmm. is Detective Pikachu. Yes, sir. And you can do anything with Pikachu, though. I think I don't know, man. That was a risk to me. Like, Pokemon it being specifically Detective Pikachu, like Detective Pikachu is such a dope storyline. I think just Pikachu alone is like Yoda, you know, like mm-hmm. you just babyfy him and you're good. <laughs> I mean, Dang. he's, I mean, he's technically he's a mouse, so like, I don't, yeah. okay, so. People. Who did you guys play Pokemon? Yeah, a lot. Of course, yeah, I did. I almost failed eighth grade because of it. That okay. All right. So <laughs> almost, talking, I failed eighth grade because of it. <laughs> we come from the time where we sat up late at night, school, yeah, playing Pokemon Had with my, with the attached lamp on the Game Boy for the Game Boy Color because yes. it was trash and you yes. had to wait to get a Game Boy Advance. Exactly. So I was glad it was backwards compatible. Oh like, man, that that backlight in the Game yes. Boy Advance game changer. Yes. Insane. I was hating. It was they didn't even put the backlight right away, I think. It was right? not in the first yeah. one. No. So I had to get the actual lamp on my Game Boy Advance. Bro, insane, right? Yeah. So I've always felt that the Pokemon lore, background, fantasy, the world, very lush, very adaptable. It can be turned into a manga, which I think it is. Right. Um, it could be a you know a TV show. It could be a movie. You can have movies in different sections. You can follow the main character. You can follow the side characters. It just has enough. Right. So when this movie was announced, I was like very, very like, okay, what are they going to do? Because depending on what they decide. It can go left. Right. Real fast. And one thing that scared people was the fact that it was Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu. Well, I didn't really know that at first. Okay. I didn't even know he was I talking didn't know, either. Yeah, I didn't know that at first. I didn't know that he was talking. Um, I In my mind, I was like, okay, if it's a Pokemon movie, they're going to have a Pokemon trainer. He's going to go through and get the badges and try and do the league just like how the game yeah. would be. Right. And I feel like they can still turn it into that easy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because they were kind of doing it in Detective Pikachu when they were in the arena. So the underground. Well, that was kind of cool because in my I never pictured it like that. I never Mm. pictured it like an MMA match with Pokemon. Right. You know, and I think that that you picture the stadium, you picture the fans there in a controlled environment. But I think there will be more bigger arenas because like Speak said, it was underground. So you Mm kind of have like that's usually underground stuff. Like even in Mortal Kombat, they're in in an octagon, you know. Well, I think the beautiful thing about that movie is that they kind of just applied it like it's happening in our world. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's no animals, but there's Pokemon. Yes. So seeing... Seeing Cubones just running around, seeing... Which is what we needed to see. Yeah. 100%. It It was like, I don't want to see Pokemon mixed with actual animals. Are you crazy? Right. Like, like you just can't do that. But dog in there. But then throw... No. No, you can't, man. (laughs) (laughs) But then throwing in these underground matches, it made me think of, like, the game. And I'm like, yeah, of course there would be people having underground matches. Like, if you age this up, it's not like everyone's just going to the going to the gym and fighting a gym leader. It's like, nah, people are scrapping in the streets like wherever they can. I'm just walking through wild grass. <laughs> exactly. And I always felt, even just growing up with Pokemon, like people should be getting killed by Pokemon. Like this isn't just a nice thing. Like Pokemon are scary. Some of these Pokemon that you encounter, if they're evolved enough and you're on the wrong side, it could be a wrap for yeah. you. Charizard, you know? Blastoise, Gyarados. All of it, you know? Yeah. So I felt like that they really brought that to Detective Pikachu, even though that the story wasn't necessarily about, um, you know, a trainer getting all of its badges. And I think that in those two instances of video games going to movies, one we have where they took artistic liberties that made sense and it turned into a great movie. And then you had one where they tried to take artistic liberties and we said, no, stop Mm -hmm. it, go back. And they had to listen Sonic in order Sonic, to be yeah. a success. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's several video game movies coming up. Um, uh, some that we have listed. Uh, Uncharted, which I, I believe is supposed to be a show. Up. Uncharted right. is not a show. That's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm, thinking La- I'm thinking Last of Us. My bad. Yeah. The Last of Us will be a show. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they've started shooting yet. But that 
I thought it was going to be on Netflix because of the Netflix Sony deal, but they made a deal right before that with HBO Max. So okay. that's going to be on there. <laughs> HBO oh, okay. Max, come nice. Um, then we got obviously Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Mario. I seen the three bit or yeah, you post Illumination. A, a what? Poster of it. Yeah. They're making a new Mario movie? It's, a, it's through Illumination Studios, which is genius yeah. considering that oh. Illumination has the perfect. Thank you. The, yeah. Yes, and right? The, Detective Pikachu 2 comes out in 2022. Illumination is um, the branch of Minions, right? Despicable. Okay, so they're doing it like, oh. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be, I think it'll be good. Yeah. It's going to be like the Lego movie. Yes. That's what it's going to be like because when I saw the Lego movie, I didn't think it was going to be an It'll awesome be like movie, that, and yeah. it just turned it. You know, it was ironically great. everything. And they was don't awesome. have everybody, every everything character awesome. most yes. likely. So, and then we got uh, Detective Pikachu two twenty twenty two, and then Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima, so yes, that's to, to be uh, to to be determined. I don't think they've casted or mm-hmm. picked a date. So, well, you know, when it comes to, I feel like that they're getting better at taking these cartoon video games and adapting them into movies because there's so many different types of animation that they can do. Right. You don't have to make it a live action yes. movie. We're know? not going to talk about, what's his name, John Leguizamo out here being Luigi and the Super Mario Bros. Yes, yes. Not, <laughs> like, not be, no. everything needs to be live action. Exactly. Take amazing studios like DreamWorks, mm-hmm. Illumination, mm-hmm. And Even just, Pixar. I would love for Pixar to just say, you Pixar, know, instead of our own IP, we're going to do something. Pixar, well, will to freaking far. lend... I don't think Nintendo would let Disney get a hold of no, they wouldn't. Uh, yeah. well, well, no, they wouldn't. But I think just the just a video game, yeah. Esque. I mean, right. because Nintendo oh, right. has enough IP to honestly rival Disney if they were if yeah. they did it smart. If like, they wanted to, if they, they really make wanted to, a verse of all their Nintendo. Absolutely, yeah. right. They can Nintendo come out with a Zelda movie. They can Nintendo. do a Star Fox movie. They can do a Samus movie. And it, might, they it would can be do Earthbound. It'd be insane. And it might all be under Illumination if it works out with Mario. You know, hey, you know. So we'll be that might seeing, be testing the waters. And then Universal Studios is going to turn into like a Nintendo land. Well, bro. Yeah, so already, I actually started planning yeah. my trip to Tokyo next year. Where we were yeah, supposed baby. to get in LA. But it's in Tokyo now. Uh, super, uh, well, Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah. at the Universal Studios. Yeah, over there. and oh. I'm just like super intrigued. Yeah, so, it's yeah. in Osaka, I believe. And um, I saw it, a TikTok about it, and everything looks lit. Yeah. No, it's it's fire. It's, it's very fire. interactive. I've heard when it was crazy because when me and my brother went to Japan uh, five years ago, we saw like the poster for them starting it. Okay, and we were like, "Wait Hello? a minute, what yeah. is going on here?" So right. seeing it actually finish and come to life is, is we'll beautiful. get it here soon i'll give it i'll give it maybe oh, yeah, no, most four likely. to five years from now they're but probably they're waiting on the movie obviously yeah. in japan or anywhere in asia i think that it just gets eaten up like, yeah right. right away so yeah. so it's i think it's really interesting i think that there is a lot of um promise for these video game uh cartoon video games turning into movies but these Video games that are live action, huge story like Uncharted, right. like Last of Us, like mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, even like right. that game is a movie. Yeah. That's a straight up movie. So how do they adapt these into two hour films when it took sixty hours to compete to complete, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, I, it'll be difficult, you know, especially with they're gonna have to look at fan service again and, and see do how much do we give. You know how much do we take? So, are we confident in who they've casted for these uh for these films? I know Uncharted has Tom Holland right. and yeah. Mark Wahlberg attached, um, and The Last of Us I has um, Pedro Pascal. Yes, and, um, I forget the little girl's name. Uh, she was a little girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I don't know her name, but yeah. she she was like a, a queen herself. Like she was like mm-hmm. a Queen of Bear Island. Yeah. So or no, I like think that. I think they're good right now. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think wise. I've heard anything casting wise. that's like, are you serious? I don't think I've had that moment yeah. yet. Yeah, I mean, well, with Tom Holland, I was kind of like, you serious? Like playing Nathan <laughs> the, Drake? The like, I, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I don't think that that's the I, right I casting like you, for me. I feel like you because I've I've heard you speak about Tom Holland before. I feel like you've boxed him into the Spider Man corner. I mean, I just I think, think it's more of like a kid corner. He looks like, like a, yeah, he's a he child. Looks like a like, he looks, he like, looks a child. like a child. You get a grown ass man like Nathan Drake, but I, I think that yeah. he's actually one of the more promising young actors for sure. Like, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be in the business for a long time. Oh, yeah. he's gonna, he has a lot of money. He's, he's going to be able to, yeah. yeah, literally just starting. But I think you know, there's always that transition 
I think he's acting through his transition, and I don't know if that's the best move. You know, you said or we spoke off off air, and you were like, "Yeah, he's probably going to be taking a break after." No, he is. Um, he said it. Yeah, after, after Uncharted. No, oh, after Uncharted. Okay, and that makes sense to me because he just I, said he's feeling overwhelmed and just needs a break. I'm sure, but is, he needs to grow up a little bit in like Hollywood eyes. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, enjoy your wealth, chill out. Do your thing. Right. But you can't do that when you have Spider-Man, when you're still a kid. Yeah, you can. When you have Uncharted, you're supposed to be a... Don't Shia LaBeouf it. Shia LaBeouf. Cherry Cherry isn't anywhere close to, like, being a kid, you know, so... Yeah, but you still you still see, but there you still see most it, of the roles you know? he has played has been as a kid. You know, even the, I like that speaks brought that devil, up though because it yeah. reminds me that Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be the next Indiana Jones, the Damn. devil all the time. Yeah, he was. He played a, a kid, and then even in um, Chaos Walking, he plays a kid. You know, his mustache is going to be CG, so I know <laughs> that he's not going to be able to do it. Yeah, I feel like with with Tom Holland, he could be Leonardo DiCaprio. Like the new version, yeah. hmm. but I like that Leo. You know, you he played these young roles, and then he kind of like went off for a little bit, and then you get him in these older roles True. where he's killing it. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? And I feel like Tom Holland needs to hit that. Like he needs a rebrand after this whole yeah, thing. No, I think he will after yeah. the Spider-Man, Spider-Man run. Yeah, after Spider-Man run, like chill out, come back super fire late, like in super you know fire. four or five years, like yeah. and then. Be killing it. That's when you're mm-hmm. gonna get your Oscar. That's when you're gonna be able to do all that, all that crazy stuff. Live some life, Tom Holland. Kick it with Chris Brown one time. Yeah, oh, for real. God. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, um, those who don't know, Speaks Geek yeah. is a video game connoisseur. He's an owner. He is an owner well. of one of the dopest video game shops out black right owned, now. Black owned. Um, yeah, support your black owned businesses, but also just support local. Support the homies. Appreciate um, that, bro. Three, three bit. Y'all are killing it. I see, I see you guys. Right. I see you guys on IG all the time. Um, I still yet to go to the shop because I'm nervous. I'm gonna get three stocked again. I got three stocked at, at the Common Ground. You know better. Yeah, I know. I do. I've done. I a have a dollar in the with, jar. I think I've done the tournament once, and I was like, that was terrible. I, I won well, that. You get, bullies, com- you get bullies like Nicholas Gray and yeah, yeah, they were bullying people. Was it? it was all. Um, it was on Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it was on yeah. Smash at the Common Ground. Um, but tours. how are you guys doing? Um, through the like the pandemic, but also the supports there. Um, I'm super one proud of you guys, but two like, as a homie, I'm just like, dude, I'm in awe of like how you guys have grown. Yeah, can you kind of walk us through like three bit and just kind of like your idea for it and how how it kind of came about? Three bit games started at another video game store inside the indoor. Hmm. My buddy that I met when I worked at a video game store, he became my brother. Shout out to Pedro. Hey, um, he worked at that game store in there and. The way that they treated people wasn't cool, mm. and they didn't really like it. So him and another dude were like, this isn't it. Like, right. They made their own game store. And then those owners didn't really, like, they saw other things, and my buddy Pedro was like, yo, this is what we were supposed to do at Play and Trade. We would joke about having our own shop. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, pull Back up, and now let's go. do it. And, and it, Go ahead. I was going to say that's, that's pretty crazy because, like, a lot of people don't, think like i can have my own of this like what were can you kind of tell us like what were some of the things that you picked up that made you feel like hey i can do this now like like when i, I got the keys when i worked at plan trade in pomona uh the the boss pretty much at one point gave me the keys and was just like these games i don't know what to order because she would order she didn't really know about video games so she would kind of eventually let me and pedro and the other guys here's keys you guys know what you're you're talking about running and then once we we did that i was like man pretty much running this but i just get the you're not not reaping the benefits of what the owner does and we were putting in the work and then once i got it to three bit it just made sense it was was so so easy to just slide into so you're like you're you're finding vendors who are selling video games um is it sold from the the video game company itself is it like a, a warehouse like uh an organization or or where we get our games from yeah, just, well, oh, just in general, okay, just yeah, like we, throughout, throughout. We buy, sell, and trade. At 3-Bit, we buy, sell, and trade. Okay. So uh, we could get a distributor, Okay. but we realized that 
for instance, this, through distribution, we'd get the games for uh, $53. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to drive to Pacoima to get it. Mm-hmm. Or no, Panorama City. Mm-hmm. We'd have to drive all the way over there and then all the way back. And then gas-wise, it didn't make sense. Right. Gotcha. So we didn't really do new games. We just did used games. So if right. we bought used... There's a bigger profit margin. Gotcha. And so now that we've gotten, I've made connections with people. Now I can get newer games for a fairer price. Right. And so now we can do newer games and like do pre-orders and stuff. But pretty much most of our inventory is from other people. For, For two years or three years straight, Pedro and I built the inventory by every Tuesday on our day off for eight hours. We'd go thrift stores, Goodwills, swap meets for two or three years straight every Tuesday. That was our day off, and we mm-hmm. built the inventory, built the inventory, and then we didn't have to do that anymore. We had so much cool stuff and clientele that it comes to us now. We don't. Right. So I haven't gone to the thrift store or Goodwill. And the need's all, not there yeah. anymore to go wow. out there yourself. Yeah, and now awesome. everybody's going out looking for, like, everyone has a IG page where it's like, yo, I go thrifting, and I resell this, and I resell that. So it, mm-hmm. it's dry bones Yeah, now. man, it, it's a beautiful yeah. thing, too, because a lot of everything retro – um, a lot of what is part of our everydays are becoming more of everybody else's everydays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From comic books to retro video games I mean, it's to becoming, owning an older console. I think star, uh, uh, comic books and video games and you know action figures, everything is starting to get value and people are starting to recognize it. It's Collectibles. Like, it's, it's cool like, now. It's like buying a stock. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It can, possibly skyrocket or you know it can devalue yeah and it's the, and it's not just, just it's not just window. like a uh, like a closed off like mm-hmm. community anymore yeah it's open which it's always been but nobody was just walking through the door yeah so and did you have to pivot in the pandemic like was there anything different that you had to do for your business yes so they closed the indoor the first in march you know when everything got shut down okay and they were like you don't have to pay rent while we're closed and i was like oh that's cool every monday you have access to your store you can go in on monday and take things or put things in Mm -hmm. so we're trying to figure out like i was thinking like oh this is only going to be for a month or whatever right one month passed Mm -hmm. two months passed and i was like okay well we don't have any money coming in and i was talking to my partner alex and i was like i think i'm just going to start slinging out of my room so I took a bunch of stuff home. I got on OfferUp, eBay, right, yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. I started running it on everything. And then I was just slinging it out of my room. Mm-hmm. And then we got an online store. We got our Shopify. And then yeah. we, mm-hmm. and then it just started moving. And even though the we were closed, I was still moving stuff, moving right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when we opened back up, we kept moving it on online yeah. as well. So right. then it Gosh, just started. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, awesome. You opened yeah. up a brand new yeah. brand new lane yeah, for it. Which I'm happy you did as well because obviously home. some people will forget to put it under the business name. And some people will be like, oh, the homie Dwayne is over here selling video games where you're like three bits selling video games. Yeah, I made yeah. I made an offer up account for shop. Yeah, I do. Like, I did see the offer up. That was cool. Yeah, the whole thing. That was huge during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pivoted to that, you know, yeah. in a lot of their businesses. Uh, I think even uh, Serious Cartoons with Phantom Threat, he did the same thing. You had eBay, to. You had to. You know, um, just hitting up, offer up, see what people want. And it, it, it helped these businesses evolve in a way, you know. Yeah. And it taps into a bigger market because now people are going to come both. into the shop. Exactly. or people that are across the country can buy True. something mm-hmm. that isn't in their sh- local shop so yeah. it's Quick, huge quickly um what do you exp- you know what, what's the goal for for three big games like where do you see it in the next i don't know 2 to 3 years the goal of uh, downtown pomona i want to do i want to do a lot of things i want to do it, it's already a community space mm-hmm. that's our huge thing is community i would like to have local artists be able to bring their art into my store and be able to sell their art even doesn't matter your age but i want people to know like creatives to know like you can do this you know you you may have to work a regular job but i want you to know there's so many people are like you're not going to get paid with art you're not going to right but imagine being in high school and having your your art at a video game store yeah. and someone pays a hundred bucks yeah. right. for your piece it's, it's like, like oh my god i love that i am an artist drawing. yeah you know yeah i want to have streaming events where i want to have computers set up to where if you you can 
get time to sit down and stream. Oh, that's dope. You know, nice. so and teach them like, oh, here's how you sh- you can stream. Yeah. So you set up your OBS. Yeah, yeah, if you don't have the money stream. for a computer, you can come in and you know buy time for yeah, set up buy some time. time. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. I could picture like like little like booths yeah that are like in the store that people can go into that are soundproof mm-hmm. you know you do music so we'd be able to soundproof it right. in the right mm-hmm. way and then you can just stream from right yeah. there so because um internet cafes like video game ones there's mm-hmm. one i go to in ranch called netfrags mm-hmm. where it's all pcs all playstations all that set up and you pay time for it so like that's yeah it's similar to what productive culture is even doing you know they have a studio mm-hmm. and people come in and record exactly project or, exactly because not everybody has a studio at home exactly so it's like you have to find alternatives and 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 go for it or else you know you're still gonna be mm-hmm. stuck in the same position but giving people that platform is what you know what a lot of people need I yeah think. space yeah. to do it yeah. uh, i think awesome. i think it would be dope and yeah i don't know i just i want when I grew up in Pomona, there was no video game store or comic yeah. book shop that was cool, you know. So I I figured I'll be the store for my city, right? Because we didn't have that, so yeah. now I get to be that. Yeah, so, that's dope, man. Well, smart. one, thank you for coming on the pod. Thank one, you guys for minute. having me. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. You've been a supporter of the pod for a minute, and we we love yeah, man. You guys are killing it. What oh, we used to be out here. Oh <laughs> yeah, we used to be out yeah. here. You know, appreciate. You. But also, we um thank you for just um. Being an inspiration for what you're doing, yeah, from, I appreciate from, that. For video games, but for also the showing the generational wealth, showing showing the growth. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for that, definitely. Absolutely. Um, last thing before we wrap up, quick video game suggestions, and then we're out of here. All right, let's oh, do it. Uh, Speaks, you want to give us your video game suggestion? What, what are you playing right now? What do you suggest? Uh, I'm play? playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. Hey, I'm, I'm okay. huge on Monster Hunter. It's it's a, they made it easier to play now. It's a, it's lower like learning curve, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of fun. It's a good game to play with three buddies you know it's a multiplayer as well yeah try it out capcom it's capcom's anchor right now okay resident evil village just came out and it's so fire yeah super fire one of the best games out right now that's gonna be a video game to movie adaptation that's coming out i hope so well they already they already have an upcoming resident evil but it doesn't follow the games at all and just a side side note uh dead by daylight's getting a resident evil that's one we forgot resident evil characters in the game soon as well as a resident Evil. that's pretty cool Oh, Skywalker. Yeah. What about you, Skywalker? What are you playing? Uh, I just downloaded Battlefield Five for free Sick. on um, PS Plus. So okay. if you have PS Plus, oh. it's free. Yeah, was kidding. Sick. Yes. I love. I've never played Battlefield. That's the first time. And yeah, it's dope. Was Battlefield. Was like, wow, Battlefield to me is, is better than COD. Yeah. And Personally. that, and I, I play a lot of COD, and so when I started playing that, I was like, it should be the same. And it's not the same. Not no. at all. Vehicles, and yeah, better bro. The vehicles, mm-hmm. bro. The vehicles. It's a are better so engine far. in general. Yeah. So that was yeah. cool. I like that. Nareek, what about yourself? Um, I am playing a Planet Coaster mm. right now. Planet Coaster, Planet Coaster is, is dope. A, is I haven't a, heard about that uh, name in a while. Yeah, it's um, I got. Tycoon? It's pretty much like Roller Coaster That's Tycoon. Fire. It's a it's a console version, um, and you get to create your own yeah. theme park. So. It's really, really dope. The coasters. I've been building coasters with my brother, and we've been like concepting different so theme dope. parks and stuff. Like, and we're getting crazy with it. Like, we're gonna the fast, cool theme park. Now we're doing an Avatar: The Last Airbender theme park. Yo. It's gonna be insane, bro. So we're dividing up like the each quadrant into the nations, and we've picked up. Wow. Like we're having different. Uh, uh, different rides for like each nation. They're gonna be called different things. That's like dope. we got like the Agni Kai and like. Katara's water whip is like you know like a smaller like road <laughs> coaster, so bro. It's gonna be super fire. So um, when that's done, I'll definitely invite everybody over uh, and we can yeah. ride everything. That's so dope. Be a good time. All right. Well, once again, y'all, this has been Sound Flick Podcast episode forty-seven. Yeah, almost to fifty, boys. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, once again, thank you to our special guest, Speaks Geeks. Uh, Speaks, where can they find you on socials? On social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Three Bit Games, the number three B I T Games. A Awesome. Um, my brothers, my co-stars, Narik That's Cool, Skywalker Mike, thank yes, you sir. for sticking with me for almost 50 yes, episodes. <laughs> of course. My name is A Sincere Young Flacco. Um, we'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Peace out. See Peace. you.